You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If your blood runs orange and blue, this is the pod for you. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. A Tuesday night. Um, let's wrap the show talking about a former a local prep star who is drawing interest from his hometown team. So I mentioned earlier that a member of the Sixers apparently uh, is making the Knicks raise their eyebrows, and that is Tobias Harris. According to Ian Bagley, the Knicks have had discussions internally about Tobias Harris. The Long Island product has one more year uh, left on his deal after this season. Uh, he will make $39 million next season. Uh, this season, he's making $37 million, so he will certainly not come cheap when it comes to the price tag, not necessarily on a trade, but uh, on what he's actually making. Harris is averaging 16.7 points per game on 49% shooting. He's also shooting 40% from three. This was kind of weird when I heard this in terms of players. The players the Knicks keep getting attached to all seem very strange. Um Maybe OG wasn't maybe as crazy, but even that was a little weird considering, like, to me, OG is kind of redundant to Randall. So, because I think he's a combo four. So it was like, okay, are you trading Randall or are you, if you trading RJ? OG's playing the three. It's like, okay, I guess maybe that worked a little bit. Um, Zach Levine stuff. The Knicks, I saw recently their, their odds out. Um, if Zach Levine is to be traded, the Knicks have the highest odds according to Vegas to land Zach Levine. So Vegas, for some reason, thinks that Zach Levine could very well go to Knicks if he gets traded. So that also, to me, doesn't make much sense, given Levine's injury history, um, his history with Tibbs, in which Tibbs traded him, and uh, his exorbitant contract, where he's making uh, 40 north of $40 million a year for the next five years. He's going to make close to 50 in his final year of his contract. So none of these players have made a whole lot of sense. And Tobias Harris also doesn't make that much sense i i think i understand from the standpoint of whatever you thought cam reddish could provide for this team maybe the knicks feel like tobias harris could provide that tobias to me is a little better than a bench player like i, I don't think that he's someone who should become off the bench so and i don't think there's any way that like rj barrett is getting traded for tobias harris so rj barrett's gonna remain in the starting lineup so that means that Tobias Harris essentially becomes your sixth man. Like, you can certainly do worse. And it will be intriguing to see him go up against second units. But then I ask, okay, well, what are you giving up to get Tobias Harris at this point? Um, because we know Fournier is going to be part of that deal because you, you're going to have to move that money. And this might be one of the few teams that would be willing to take Fournier just to get off of Harris because Harris has so much money coming in next year. Uh, and then they could loot because Cam Reddish's numbers come off the books next year. You could actually save yourself about, you know, 10, 11 million dollars 
uh, from Cam Reddish's contract coming up. So I, I see the interest there. But okay, you put Cam and you put Fournier in a deal. Who? How are you feeling out the rest of that deal? Uh, Tobias making thirty-seven million. I, I forgive me for not knowing off the top of my head if that would that that money would just work in itself. But I feel like it might not. If it doesn't, who are you putting in? And you would think, considering Cam is essentially a rental and Fournier is an arbitrage, you would think that you got to put a sweetener in there somewhere. And that's where I get very nervous because. What I would foresee is the Knicks seeing the, the Knicks seeing them play, seeing themselves play so well during this winning streak, and most of it being without Obi Toppin, and them saying, "Well, we don't really want to pay Obi Toppin," and Tobias Harris has the skill set that we actually kind of want Obi Toppin to have. Like they've been trying to force Obi Toppin into being a three-point shooter at stretch four, regardless of the fact that he's good in the post. In regards to the fact that he's the most athletic player on the team, one of the most athletic players in the NBA, regardless of all that other stuff, they're still convinced that, no, we need to make him a, a guy who stands in the corner and shoots threes. Um, Harris actually fits that mold. So what I would fear is Nick saying, we'll give up on Toppin to uh, to to make this trade. We'll, we'll get rid of Fournier and, and Reddish in the deal. We'll bring in Harris. Now Harris becomes the backup for to Randall. I, that to me will make no sense. And it doesn't make sense for a lot of reasons. Number one, the whole problem with Obi Toppin is you can't play him enough because Randall is too good as a starting power forward that he's got to demand, you know, 30 to 35 minutes a night. So that leaves Toppin because you won't play him at the five. It leaves him to playing just, you know, 20 minutes at tops, you know, sometimes even 15 to 10 minutes. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What are you going to do with Tobias Harris making $37 million? You gonna play him fifteen minutes a night, twenty minutes a night? Like, how's that gonna work? And maybe say, okay, well, we could play Harris behind RJ at the three as well. It's like, all right, well, RJ plays a lot of minutes. Like, I, I don't know where these twenty-five to thirty minutes Tobias Harris should demand are coming from with how the Knicks play their guys right now. So, it's a peculiar thing. I know uh, Bailey said that Tom Thibodeau thinks highly of Tobias Harris, and that's not surprising given you know Tobias Harris' skill set. So so that's not surprising. And again, the Knicks could use some pop off the bench. So I wouldn't mind it from that standpoint. But to me, if the Knicks were going to the Knicks were going to try to upgrade offensively off the bench, which I can certainly see as being something they need, I think it would have to be like they need a backup too. Like I'm not saying they should get this guy, but like they it'd be great if they had someone like Malik Beasley come off the bench. Like someone who could come in and 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 light it up. In in theory, you would want someone, and I love Deuce McBride, and I and he should still be playing right now. But if he's the guy that you would say, okay, if we could find someone that can defend like him, but also be a dynamite offensive player, like we can get to the next level. So if I was the Knicks and I was targeting like some kind of move like that, I'd be targeting some kind of three and D backcourt player. Um, those guys aren't necessarily cheap in terms of trade value, so good luck getting someone like that 
But I don't know if it's a front court player. I don't know if like Tobias Harris makes sense um, from that standpoint, you know. And then the question becomes, okay, does Tobias Harris start? Like, do you start him at the three next to Randall, and then you put RJ back at the two? Not the worst idea in the world, but teams are playing so much smaller now. I don't know how often I want Tobias Harris guarding threes. He's a pretty decent defender, but again, the smaller teams go. Uh, I don't know if Tobias Harris, Randall, and 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 Mitchell Robinson's offensive front court is is like my dream, especially now. RJ Garden twos. RJ, we've talked about his build and the way he's he's grown into his body. He doesn't really look like a guy that's be chasing around shooting guards uh, at this point in his career. He's really a, a three man solely, maybe even uh, a stress four if you want to go small. So I'm a downgrade Audrey to the two. So I don't know. I don't really love this fit. I like Tobias Harris as a player. Funny uh, aside for me personally, in terms of uh, Tobias Harris, I actually played with Tobias Harris growing up as a kid. So like me and Tobias Harris was on the same team, AU team when we were 10 years old, I believe. Uh, playing for Riverside Church at that time. Um, so that was one of the top AAU programs in, in, in the country at that time. So uh, I'm familiar with Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris also, uh, you know, played in, in New York City high school scene where I played as well. So um, so I, I got a good read on Tobias as a player. He was a very high character guy. He's always been a high character guy. So I think um, bringing him to the Knicks and bringing him to New York City, I think he would embrace it. I think that he would uh, play well here. But the question I would have is where's the fit, and, and I don't I don't necessarily see it. And, you know, the only thing I think is, and this is not going to happen, but the only other thing I'll throw out there, this is why I think about it, it's something that I would maybe seriously consider. I don't know, I don't think Knicks would consider is, you know, is he Randall's replacement? Like, because let's think about it from this standpoint. Could the Knicks decide, okay, Randall's playing great right now, and Philly looks like a legit title contender. Randall is better than Tobias Harris. So we can get, let's say we, let's say we go to Philly and say, look, we know Tobias Harris has kind of been a, it's uh, kind of become like a villainized figure in Philadelphia. Like the fans don't really love him because of the contract and they feel like he's disappeared in big games for them, which is true to some degree. What if they went to them and said, look, we'll give you Randall and you'll have now four years on, on his contract. So the Knicks get out of that four-year deal that they have left. We'll take back to Tobias Harris, a slightly worse player, and maybe you got to attach a first round pick in there. Pick in there. Maybe you don't have to. I don't know because at the end of the day, uh, you know, Tobias Harris is Randall's contract isn't necessarily a bargain, but he is making less than Tobias. So actually, kind of think about it, you probably would be able to get a first round pick from him because you probably have to attach Cam Reddish or some other players on the Knicks to make a deal work. So let's say you say, okay, we'll give you Randall, we'll give you Cam Reddish. Um, and you'll give us a bias and a first round pick. Now that's the kind of like NBA 2K, <laughs> uh, my GM, uh, uh, you know, roster management that I would be for. That I would, I would say that's actually pretty shrewd business moving there. Because now Tobias Harris could start the four this year. If you don't think Obi's ready next year, he could start the four next season, his last season, and Obi could just go right into that starting lineup once his contract comes up and he becomes uh, uh, eligible for that that big contract extension. Uh, if you don't give it to him this summer. So I, I can see that maybe making sense. Do I think that Tibbs would be interested because in, they worry that he loves Tobias Harris, that he loves Tobias so much he'd want to get rid of his boy Randall? That I can't see. That I can't see at all. So I, I would not expect that. I, I think that you'll see them. Um, I, I think you'll see 
them try to maybe trade some of these bench pieces, try to add Tobias Harris to what they have. I don't know if the Sixers will bite um, because, you know, is worth saving $10 million worth being a worse team this year? Because if they lose Tobias Harris, they, they're, they're no longer as talented as they were, regardless of how much of an albatross they think he is. I don't really see that. So um, interesting note from Ian Bailey. Uh, it's interesting to see the Knicks continue to kind of, uh, you know, look around the league and, and, and target certain guys that they're interested in. Tobias Harris being a local local product makes it uh, interesting, even more interesting, uh, considering some other guys they've been linked to. We'll see what happens on that front.